Yo, this is Ari the Architect with More Than a Haircut Podcast. I want to thank all the fans from wherever you are in the world, whatever city you're from, for just taking time out to listen. And hopefully that, you know, I, I hope that you share the podcast with someone. Man, I had a, I had a, I say touching experience at the shop today. It, um... It kind of shocked me of, I guess, what the youth going through today. And not just today, but it's been going on for a while. And it's kind of like a brief, I say a brief story. I won't even include the kid's name. I just include the situation. And I, I kind of relate some things at the same time. So basically, the situation is... I was uh, talking to a youth, and I feel as though I'm going to have to reach out to more, I guess, more people that can bring more youth in to help me as a barber cut their hair or at least talk to them. But it's just more or less, I guess, today's experience, it brought some, some emotions out that I was unaware of, which I didn't... I didn't lash out on on the youth, but I wanted to. So the situation at hand is that have a youth who put his hands on his mother. And for me, that's a problem because I know my experiences in my own life where that's that's not even a thought that'll come to my mind to even put or want to put my hands on my mom because First and foremost, she gave me birth. You know, she brought me on this planet with the help of my father, but I passed through her passageway to get here. So respect is number one, you know, for me as a man and as a so-called black man. I got to respect my mom. That's For me, that's the black Madonna, and that's part of why I call my mom Black Rose. You know, I just appreciate all that she challenged me to do mentally, physically, and spiritually in the world today. So, the young, like I said, the young brother put his hands on his mom. And I, I see that just from what I read and what, I, what I've learned over the years and just, just experience life, experiencing life, that I think the, I think the young dudes need a, a hug. I feel like he also, you know, needs uh, his father in his life. And um, appreciation has been lost because I'm like, man, like I said before, it was that wasn't even a thought for me to put or do harm to the black Madonna. You know, this is this. Is, you I, I, I say this, you only get one mom. You only get one mother in your life. There will be other people that feel a void here and there if something was to happen to your mom, but you only get one mother. And if you don't appreciate that that one person in your life, I, you know, I, I I almost wanted to tell the boy he need to go kill himself, but I know that wouldn't have been right. I also wanted to put hands on him because I'm like, dog, you ain't you ain't even gonna go put hands on anybody out in the streets. And you gonna put your hands on your mama? 
And I'm like, man, if you if you would go to if you were to go to jail right now, like I told him, if you were to go to jail right now, which hey, it's it's possible. If you were to go in a jail cell and somebody find out that you put your hands on your mama, man, it's gonna be a goddamn problem. I'm I'm from Memphis and I know it's something that we don't play about. Our moms, our mothers. That's 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 not that's that's not gonna be an issue, period. And then on top of that, you know, she had she had an illness that happened months before that. And it's just like if you know that your mom was ill at that point and something happened to her, why not why not help her? Why why not why not take time out to help? Because it's just like in due time, if your mother leaves the planet, guess what? Guess what? You're gonna be wishing you could just pick up the phone and talk to her or go and walk up and see her or even conversate with her. I know plenty of partners. I know plenty of female friends that wish, that wish they could just hug their mothers, smell the scent from their mother. Shit, my, fa my father lost his mom when he was five. I feel like a part of me is 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 kind of off because I didn't get a chance to experience his mother. So I can only imagine, like, dog, what's what what's going on? What's going on with the kid? Period. What's going on to where, man? You can't you can't communicate. You can't talk about it. You got to put your hands on them. No. You know, and this is just me, me understanding me. Like, look, hey, man, you know, I, you got a haircut today. But, man, next time we're going to have to shoot the fade. Like, this ain't this ain't how we playing. This is not a game because I know people that they were edit with their parents. They were edit with their parents. And guess what? Mom is no longer here. They were arguing over a fucking pot. Guess what? Mom is no longer here. They can't resolve that issue. So what's going on in the mind is, damn, I wish I could have had that one conversation with my mama. Damn, I could I wish I could have had that conversation with my dad. I don't even know what, what my father's favorite color is. You know? Just think about, you know, those different things like that. Like, what if you got a chance to see yourself in them? Or what if you didn't even get a chance to? I'm not saying that you can't be great through the situation. But, man, if if a, if another illness happens, who's going to help take care of his mom? Because he's not being a valuable person right now. And my thing is, how can I help? And I know I can only do so much being that I'm just your barber. But at least, you know, 
something that I did say I, I, I did I did turn on some Les Brown to help him hear his story of his mom had him and his brother on the floor and gave them up for adoption and someone else took them in and if you know anything about Les Brown he's a public speaker he talked about how as a kid, it was a teacher that came in and talked to him. And it wasn't even his teacher. I think he was in the wrong room, per se. And with that being said, the teacher told him, or, or Les Brown said that he couldn't follow the directions of what the teacher had given him because he was retarded in some, some way, shape, form, or fashion. That may not have been politically correct, but that's what he said. He had some type of some type of illness that he really didn't have. It was only something that was spoken over him. But Les Brown went on to become a DJ after talking to the teacher and telling the teacher that's something that he was he was inspired to do. So Les Brown got an opportunity to DJ by going to a radio station. I don't want to say in Florida, I may be I may be wrong about the city, but in Florida where he was going up to the office of the of the program director saying, I would like to get a job as a DJ. And the 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 guy asked if he had any experience and he was like, nah. But I wanna be a DJ. So the program director told him, no, you know, they they good right now. So then he was like, all right. So Les Brown came back the next day. Did it again. Man, you know, I wanted to see if a position had opened up. A position, a position still hadn't opened up. So the program director was like, didn't I see you yesterday? He was like, yeah. And Les Brown was like, I was just coming to see if a job had opened up. But he, what I saw that, that that Les Brown had was a willingness to never give up on himself and to learn and to put in the work. And the opportunity presented itself when one of the disc jockeys wound up being drunk and I think he fell asleep. And the opportunity arose for Les Brown to either rise or fly or give up. And instead of him walking away, what he did was Went in the room. He knew the buttons to press. When the when the when the when the um when the, when the when the president of the company asked him, "Do you know how to work the buttons?" And he was like, "Yeah." And so through that, with him paying attention and watching which buttons to press, he got an opportunity to stand up. And do what he wanted to do. And that was to become a disc jockey. So. Me talking to the young dude. And this is just not just to him. This all over the all over the country. Look man. Somewhere along the line. Respect has been lost. Maybe it's through social media. Maybe it's just through personal things. And I know it's not social media's fault. At the same time. But at some point, man, respect is gone way out the door. 
Maybe we need to take a look at it in the mirror on a personal level, but also just out here in the streets or on a job or whatever. Respect for self. Because for some reason, it's been lost. And some way or another, we got to get back on track. And, it, you know, it's it's just maybe an issue that I may have to address today for future reference for others, for somebody else. But I just, you know, I just really wanted to share how I felt, man. It is, it, it hurt. It, 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 it struck a nerve. I felt like I was getting stabbed, and it kind of drained me when I had that, that situation. But it was like, I'm glad I was able to deal with the situation because it needed to be dealt with head on. I wound up playing some Nipsey Hussle. You know, one of the songs from Nipsey Hussle is Rap Niggas. And I got a chance to, to really just listen to the dude, listen to the young dude, while the hustle was playing, you know, shampooing and cutting his hair. So it's just it's just me understanding that my job is bigger than me just cutting the hair. It's more than a haircut. Man, sometimes I have to be a psychologist. Most barbers may not know that. They may just do it for the money. That's not necessarily the case. It may be the network. Who knows? When I'm cutting, I see an end result to the cut. My hope is that I was able to plant a seed with the young dude where I, who knows where he's going to be at a year from now or two years from now. He may not even remember the conversation that we had, but at least I can say I did my duty to give him something to chew on, something to think about, something to go forward with. Like, hey, man, if I want to be better, I got to make brighter decisions. I got to make better decisions. Because what he's been doing had to have been going on multiple times before this. This wasn't the first issue. But I'm not a doctor, so I can't diagnose the, the situation at hand other than to say somewhere along the line, he's he's reaching out or he's he's acting out as though he needs some help. And I'm going to do what I can if he come back to share, help him out. And it may just be, dude just need a hug, period. He just may need somebody to listen to him. Again, thanks for listening, and I appreciate y'all.